Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. In this episode, we're discussing chapters one and two of Twilight. Okay, you know what? I think here's how we should start is what did you, you haven't read the books or seen the movies. No, I have not. So, what do you know about it going in? Okay, um, this is not comprehensive. I might remember more stuff along the way. But, so, okay, so, (laughs) there's Team Edward, and there's Team (laughs) Jacob. The merch. Yes, and there's Bella, and she's not like other girls, (laughs) and... The vampires are really hot and sparkly, and I know I know vaguely about the car scene, and I know vaguely about the stinky <laughs> stuff. The stinky, <laughs> about how stinky she is. That's for the some reason. best thing I've ever heard. She's stinky. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's actually stinky. I just know about like the whole. He's he acting I smell. like she's stinky. <laughs> he thinks I smell. And I know that way down the line, um, they fuck and have a baby, and Jacob names it after the Loch Ness Monster! (laughs) And in the movie, the baby has a weird adult face, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I don't think you need to read the books or the watch movies. Oh, okay, I guess we're done. You just summarized the whole thing. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. All right, goodbye. Uh, This was was Twilightless. Yeah, I think that was perfect. Um... Yeah, but that was that was pretty much what I knew. I think honestly, there's a lot. I guess that's pretty unspoiled for you then. Yeah, I there might be a couple more things I know. Oh, and I know of the existence of the baseball scene because it's an oh, iconic yeah. movie moment in cinematic history. It honestly um, is, and it's the reason that Muse is my favorite band now. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a thing. So I guess I'll like say my introduction to the series sure um so i was at a sleepover with my friend in like grade nine and i was packing up to leave like the next day and she wouldn't stop talking about this book that she loved and i was like i don't know i really like fantasy stories and like adventure you know like i'm a harry potter person and she shoved it into my bag and zipped it up for me and said don't talk to me until you read at least the first five (laughs) chapters oh my god so you know, like, the true best friend that I was, I went home that night, and I did start reading it, and the first two chapters, I was like, ugh, why am I yes, reading this? that is also how I felt. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then as we, as we delved d- deeper into it, I became an obsessed fan for all of high school. That's wonderful. So, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, let's jump into the first part of the book. We read up to chapter four. I have skimmed it all in the last hour. So I'm, I'm I'm refreshed. That's very impressive. That's very impressive. I forgot that there was a preface. So yeah, it's it's pretty um pretentious. <laughs> it's it's very dramatic and like foreshadowy for a book that isn't very well written. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. And they even use like that like same like line of dialogue to open the movie too. <laughs> Oh, of course. Yeah, because so it sets I don't, the stage. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. 
I'm going to put out a wild guess that the hunter is a werewolf, not a vampire. Because I want to see the werewolves. You haven't seen them at all yet. And I, or that I know of. (laughs) So um, I would like to see it. So here's the thing. When I was reading the first chapter again, I immediately realized I didn't like Bella. And I wonder if that's the same thought you had. Yeah. Um, she just seems so negative. She yeah. seems so my life is hard. Uh, very down on herself, which... See, this is going to be, I think, a running thing, is that how much I think this is written like a fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a, like a mediocre fan fiction. Yeah, like a um, 17-year-old sat down at her computer and was like, I can write a book. Right. Re- like, has only taken, like, one creative writing class. <laughs> yeah. And was like, and I'm going to make it about vampires. <laughs> and they're horny. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. So horny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's, her her whole character is really part of this whole idea of, like, it being, like, a fanfic, like, she's different, she's quirky and awkward, and she stumbles, <laughs> like, Oops, very... I'm so clumsy, how could any guy possibly like me, because I'm just so clumsy. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we as we all know, if you drop your books ever, you're unlovable, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, if you have pale skin, you're unlovable. Yeah, which is, you know, okay. I, I don't, I do not, okay, listen. Actually, first issue with this, I'm mad. I did not buy at all that she was that pale, but lived in Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, so here's my stance on that, is I'm supremely pale. Like, that's just my life, is I'm super pale girl, and I don't tan. I get sunburned, and then when the burn heals, I'm back to being pale. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that part, Maybe. me, realistic. <laughs> What's not realistic is how much she hates herself over her pale skin. Yeah. There's literally a line in the book, like, I actually stopped for a minute and just, like, <laughs> looked into the camera like it was the office, because she says, at least my pale skin wouldn't make me stand out here. And I'm like, in what world is pale skin ever going to make you the odd one out? I know. You're not a black kid coming to small town Forks, Washington. You're another white girl. And, like, it's also, like, she complains about, um, she complains about, who am I trying, oh, yeah, she complains about, like, all the rich people at her school, too, so it's like, oh, so, (laughs) like, and it's, it's very, I mean, obviously, this is not confirmed, but it seems very much like the rich white boy with the car trope so it's like Uh oh so it's not like you stood out really necessarily that much there either no um if if you were at a school with like rich white boys i mean i don't know i'm not oh yeah i guess it's fine you know what i am you know what i am mad about what tell me cam the fact that her dad's a cop (laughs) (laughs) not just a cop police chief i know with a cruiser and everything i know and she, okay, but the one thing that is relatable about this is that um, her dad's a cop and she has huge daddy issues. <laughs> like that, you know what? Those yeah, things yeah, yeah. seem to go together. Um, I know. Dude, she doesn't so. even call her dad dad. She calls him Charlie in her head. Yeah. I, like, that I I do understand if she's only lived with him for, like, Sure, a month, it's not that year. I don't understand. It's just, like, a sign of her daddy issues. Yeah. Like, Oof. 
But it seems like they get along pretty well. I don't know. In the first, like, she, in the first couple of chapters, you know, she's making him food and, yeah. like, he leaves her alone and he puts the, like, the, the ice tire track things on. Like, the thing is, like, I know he's a cop, so this is going to be really controversial, but Charlie, I just love him. Like, he's honestly doing his best. He's doing his can... best as a dad right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, all co- all cops are bastards, but I do see where he's he's trying to be a good dad. Yeah. Um, should we go through this, like, chronologically, or how do you want to do this? I think chronologically just makes sense. Okay. Let's, let's hit it up. So, cool. chapter one, she goes to school. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like, I mean, really? I think every chapter is going to be, so she goes to school. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, yeah, you know, she figures out that she's living with Charlie now. And yeah. she and she's got a is... na- she's got a truck that's from, like, I don't know, 1956 or something. Sounds super cool, though. She, I like that she likes it. I mean, I yeah. get that she's like, ooh, I'm quirky and different, and I like unconventionally, like, cool cars. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, nice, this is a yeah. cool truck. Cause, I mean, I guess because all the other things that she's bitching about, it's like, oh, good, you like your truck. It's one like, thing thank, made you like, happy. Thank, thank God you like one thing. Yeah. <laughs> when she's, like, um, complaining about the room the, and how she's and not rain. tan enough. Oh, my goodness. Like, she literally can't sleep because of the rain. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, what? Who are you? I get that it doesn't rain in Phoenix, but dramatic. <laughs> I, think. I know. Like, like, that's a bit dramatic. Uh, Loves to complain about the rain, which I, I do get that. I like, I prefer sunny weather, but... It's like this author needs to mention it every three seconds. Yeah, um, it's like the rain is another character on it, like on its own. Yeah, like, the rain is always totally. there, and it's uh, just like screwing with her. And even when it becomes snow later, she's like, "Fuck this snow!" <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't, just I don't know cold. It's just too cold to rain. That's all snow means. It's like appreciated. It. It's pretty. God, yeah. <laughs> my God. Uh, but yeah, so she gets to school, and so here's the thing I noticed, is she's talking about, how, oh, I've never fit anywhere, like, no one's gonna like me, first day in a new school, and, like, literally immediately, everybody wants to talk to her, guys are, like, already interested in her, and I'm like, why are you so miserable, bitch? Like... I know, oh my goodness, and she's, it's this weird, she has this insistence on disliking people. Yeah. Um, that is very interesting, and... Like, so she does this with every single person she meets. She makes a point of saying, I don't remember any of their names. Yep. I didn't really try. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, I guess I'll sit at lunch and try to make conversation, but then kind of just stare off in the direction of these weird, pretty people instead. Yeah, it's like, okay, here's the other thing, too. She's so worried about not fitting in, but immediately she, like, puts down every person that she's introduced to. Like, oh, exactly. The biggest one was, like, Eric. She's like... She's yeah. like, he reminds her of the overly eager chess club type. And I'm she like, says, oh she my in- god. She introduces him as a gangly boy with skin problems and hair black as an oil slick. Which Ugh. is just, ouch. Yeah. He's just being nice. I know. It's, it's awful. Like, she's so worried about not fitting in, but as soon as people are nice to her and genuinely, like, trying to help her out and saying, come sit with us, she's like... Ew, why are you talking to me? Yeah, it's again this type of fanficy, like, I hate the world, no one understands me. Yeah. 
I dislike everyone because I don't trust anyone um, sort of thing. Yeah, surprise, surprise. I wonder who she finds really does get me. <laughs> He's the only one that understands me, Edward. <laughs> and his perfect face. Okay. She describes so him as perfect a lot. I know. I Come on. What's the author's name? Stephanie Meyer. Come on, Steph. Learn other adjectives. <laughs> Steph. That's that's what I'm calling her from now. We're on, on a first name basis with her. Steph. We're friends. I've read four chapters of her book. <laughs> We're best friends now. Yep. Then she goes to lunch and she sees this group of people who she is just enamored with. Um and it seems I can't tell if it's like everyone thinks this but they're used to it or she's just particularly obsessed with them because she doesn't know how to stop looking at them ever and then of course it fixates specifically on ed eddie edward (laughs) um but it just it seems like she's weirdly obsessed with them generally and maybe if he specifically wasn't there she would still like be transfixed by them somehow yeah, because she couldn't, like, she's, like, staring at them the whole time and just going, you know, this person was so muscular, but then this other boy was a bit less muscular, <laughs> but blonde. And then the ladies, ooh, like, she was so hot, she could be a supermodel. But then this one, she had spiky black hair, and it's like, how long are you staring at these and people? I'm, yes, and I'm also like, oh, so that's the gay one, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, okay, got it. Bisexual energy, I understand. Uh, Noted. And she also notes the dark shadows under their eyes, mm-hmm. um, which is creepy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's not something I notice about people, like, when I'm just looking at them casually, you know? Yeah, I mean, so it's either is she weirdly perceptive, or is it just that obvious? Like, are they really, really, have these really dark shadows? You know, that's a good um, question. That's so much so that it's, mm? I said that's a good question, because... I never really thought about that because I'm like, oh, well, you know, obviously it's a, it's a book about vampires, so yeah, vampire <laughs> trope, whatever. But yeah, like if they have such dark shadows, you don't think nobody has ever been like, hey, dude, are you okay? Like, Do you need some melatonin? <laughs> yeah. Have you been sleeping? Yeah. So it's very, it's interesting. But they she does say like they're objectively and God, a bit on the nose, Steph, inhumanly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um so, hmm, I wonder who they are. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, the mystery just continues to grow. Um, so she, of course, is lab partners with him. Obviously. Because... There'd be no <sighs> tension otherwise. Oh, wait, hold on. We need to go back because there's a line I forgot that made me laugh so hard. Oh, okay. Um, so there's one point where she's... Oh, it's before she even gets into the school. She's, like, in her car, and she's really nervous, and she goes... Like, what am I worrying about? No one's going to bite me. Which, again, is the most like, on-the-nose thing. It was like, if you it's... didn't know, this book is about vampires. Yeah, no one's going to bite me unless I want them to. Wink! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's I just needed to mention that because it was no, ridiculous yeah. to me. It was worth mentioning. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so they're lab partners. Yeah, and he thinks she's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I, I've i heard about this really vaguely, but I didn't realize how extreme it was. So, so you don't know really what it's about yet. You're no, just I like, have, oh, I have he no thinks clue. she smells strongly. I know that it's 
I know that it's not that, but I know that it's not, like, he just thinks she's stinky, but that's what I'm rolling with because it's hilarious to me that he's just like, you stink. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, but he, like, completely this... leans to the extreme edge of his chair and averts yeah. his face and his, like, fists are clenched the entire time, like, the entire class. Like, who flex? who can flex for that long? I can't flex for that long. You're not a vampire, Whatever. though. <laughs> hey, fair. Stamina. <laughs> Maybe it's different. I don't know. I haven't read enough of the book yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, like, noticeably weird, though. Like, it's not just like he, like, you know, subtly, like, turns his chair away, kind of tries to avert his gaze. He's like, no, I'm going to grip the entire edge of the desk until my, like, knuckles are white, and I'm going to do it the whole, like, hour-long class. I yeah, it's oh my hour, god. This guy is so rude. He's yeah. so rude to do that. I I don't like how negative she is, but I'm 100% on her side where she's just like, dude, fuck off. Fuck? Like you don't you don't know who I am. You know what's so funny though is like she's immediately like, "Oh my god, he's so rude." But do you think any of the other people she met are like, "Oh my god, she's so rude." Like she yeah, didn't even probably. remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's so obvious that, um, Mike, one of her other, um, quarters, I guess, um, <laughs> notices that he was being so rude. Yeah, to point it out. And she's like, oh, damn, it was me. He just really hates me, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's totally like the, the typical, this guy, like, Mike seems to like her and he's like, trying to figure out what's up so that's clearly why he points it out he's like that's so weird <laughs> why is he doing that yeah <laughs> isn't he, he so sucks. rude like he's, he's so... the worst <laughs> don't don't pay attention to him pay attention to me and my volleyball skills <laughs> oh god like the yeah. thing is is like we're set up to be like oh mike you're so annoying but i'm reading it again and i'm like he's just like a really nice guy like he's just a genuine guy who just wants to be nice to her and like I don't know. No red flags from him. I don't see anything wrong with any of these three guys. They're just hanging out. They are just teen boys. Of course, that's, like, in and of itself a red flag, but that's another story. Um, Uh, They'll grow out of it eventually, (laughs) in theory. Yeah, and they all seem really nice. They're super helpful. Mm -hmm. Bring her to classes and stuff. And sure, maybe they have ulterior motives, but clearly they're not, like, creepy and acting on it or anything. No, exactly. Like, they're not like, oh, well, you owe me now because I was nice to you and walked you to class. Exactly. Like, they're just like, cool. (laughs) We're friends now. They're just going to shoot their shot. Yeah. Um, So that's... Oh, and then Edward is like, I don't... I don't want to be in class with you anymore. Yeah. She walks in on him, complaining to the teacher, or complaining to the, the front desk lady that he wants to take that science class literally any other time. I know. <laughs> oh. She's like, oh my god, I, I swear I'll shower the morning before, like, I'll put on extra deodorant, I don't know. She's like, what does this guy... Ugh. You know what's crazy, though, is because then, like, she goes home and basically, like, cries herself to sleep because, like, you know, her day was so awful because this one guy was rude to her. And I'm like, you literally instantly made new friends. You had someone to sit with at lunch. Uh, Everyone walked you to classes to make sure that you weren't the idiot that got lost. (laughs) Like, literally nothing Yeah, people were being so nice to her. I know. And I'm just like... And I... 
I get that it's like because he's so pretty and attractive and yeah. she's intimidated by him, so she wants him to like her. Yeah. And I also get some like one bad thing ruining your whole day, but it's like she's like acting like it was a failure overall when it's just yeah. one weird guy and everyone else was like, yeah, he's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. exactly. Don't worry like, about it. Like, she was pretty validated in being like, huh, you acted pretty weird. And they were like, yeah, the Collins don't really talk to people, so they're just, like, a bunch of weirdos, I guess. And, yeah, I don't know, she just never took anything else positive. But what should we expect when the whole first beginning of the chapter was her going, I hate it here, it's raining, oh my god, I hate it I don't here, but go also here. I made this decision myself. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> You're not allowed to complain when you do it to yourself. She's also such a martyr. She's such yeah. a martyr. That's the other thing she- about this. She made herself into a martyr. Like, she's like, you know, I have to do this. It's for my mom. And it's like, literally no one asked you to do this. Yeah, not a martyr in, like, the good sense of the trope. Yeah. Martyr is in, like, self-martyrdom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just really wants to be suffering for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Okay, chapter two. Chapter Open two. Book. Oh, my God. <laughs> she what goes to school again. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's almost like this takes place in high school. Oh, oh, high school. Yeah, so... So, Go ahead. uh, I was going to say, so this is is where she comes back, and Amelia is like, oh my god, Edward is not in school. This is the worst. (laughs) This is the worst day ever. (laughs) And I'm just like, girl, chill. Like, you've never even spoken to him. It's like, it's also like, if... If, if, okay, first of all, he was only mean to her once, so he's not even technically a bully. But, like, yeah. if my bully wasn't in school, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's live it up. I'm not afraid yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, like, the horrible biology class because he's not going to be there. This is great. Exactly. She should be like, I get to just chill, do nothing, not pay attention because I already took this class. Yeah. And then just sit around. Oh my god. Uh, I don't get it, but she's inst- instead she spends the entire day thinking about him instead of really Cause talking this to her is how, friends. This is how romance blooms, is a guy <laughs> ignores you and then you don't stop thinking about him for the rest of eternity until he finally talks to you. Right, or you die, you know, one yeah. of the two options. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, so then she goes home... This is so boring. She goes home and she's like, wow, there's no food. I'm going to grocery gonna shop. <laughs> I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get food. I'm going to make chicken or something and potatoes. No, she made steak and, and potatoes. Oh, steak and potatoes. Whatever. <laughs> and <Sorry>. Charlie approved <laughs> because it was a good old fashioned meal and not a yeah, weird right? experiment like his ex-wife would usually do. I know. I really... <laughs> he's kind of, he's really funny. I like how afraid he is of all of Bella's cooking because oh my God, I know. he's just so scarred from like literally like I don't know how old Bella's supposed to be but like 16 or 17 years ago like that's when he was getting this food and he's still so afraid of it <laughs> I think she's supposed to be a, a, a junior so I don't know what age that makes her I think 17 that I makes her 17. 16 or 17 depending okay, on yeah. her birthday yeah her and then her is in September Okay, so she'd probably be 17 by then. Yeah. Because um, American, yeah. I don't know, schools, School whatever. starts in September. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the middle of the school year, presumably. I don't really remember. It's like, yeah, because it's, she talks about it being March later. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. 
Because she moves in the matter. beginning of the year, or in the be- or in the middle of the year. Yep. And then her mom emails her and like freaks out, and she's like, "Mom, it's chill, and there's dinner." Yeah, I don't the, know. <laughs> this is all like very much like fan fiction in the way that like the author feels like she has to describe every mundane yes. activity leading up to like the next mundane activity, and it's like you know you could just skip all of this and jump ahead to where like the plot starts. Right, exactly. And I, like, it seems like the entire, I get that, like, wanting to establish the relationship with the dad, I don't Mm. think the emails from the mom were really necessary. I mean, I get that it's supposed to be, like, she's a bit nervous and she's worried, but I'm like, why is there, I mean, at least in my PDF, it's like, this is an entire page of just... (laughs) Yeah, slightly no, different font of the mom sending yeah, emails. Yeah, it's the same way in the book. It's, I know. And I guess, like, it's just the establishing of, like, oh, like, Bella's always been the parent to her own mother, and, like, now her mother's worried about her, but, like, you know, she's trying not to worry her because she's murdering herself again by being <laughs> like, always. oh, I'm not going to worry her. I'm going to pretend that everything's fine. Yeah. And so, it yeah, it's a lot and annoying. Um, but she also, one thing that I noticed was that she checked her email for the first time since getting there, like, two days ago, and I think that really places this in 2005. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, like, earlier, whenever Steph was writing this. Um, Yeah, because, like, you didn't have your phone just, like, your email just on your phone, like, oh, I got an email because it popped up on my phone right away. Like, that's not happening. Right, and she wasn't, you know, for me, even if I just had my laptop or computer or whatever, I would be checking that pretty often during the school year because I'll, I get so many emails from school. Yeah. But it's yeah. not as popular. Yeah, there's no emails coming in from school in 2005. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that whole thing was interesting. You get a little bit of a description of the Cullens a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Cullen, Oh my least. god, Dr. Cullen. Who seems like a porn star. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something. I'm just going to say it. You mean Daddy Cullen. Yeah, basically. Because you see, we see him in, whatever, chapter three or four, and it's yeah. just like, and he was the hottest man she'd ever seen, and she died on the spot. <laughs> it was crazy, though, because she's talking to the Cullens, talking about the Cullens to Charlie, like, when they're having dinner, and he goes, yeah, you know, he's in his, like, you know, 20s or early 30s or something, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I'm 27, like, I can't imagine oh being like, oh, yes, these these 17 and 18-year-olds are my foster children. <laughs> I know. That's so what? weird. Oh, ew. <laughs> that is so weird. Like, I just, even though wow. I understand that, like, yes, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, he's he's the dad of the family, but he's not really their dad. But, like, he is a bit older than, than them, so, like, it's fine. But I'm, like, thinking about it now. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that is odd i mean because i'm a little older than that but i'm 20 and you're 27 27 yeah i knew that (laughs) um so it was like if me but like maybe two years younger was considered your child yeah that's so (laughs) weird like that's not correct i can't raise you oh that's so weird like that's why that's what makes the cover story even weirder because who looks at that and goes yeah this checks out he's a he's a responsible (laughs) father figure (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god. And but like, he's wait, the hotshot surgeon, so I guess. Wait. I don't know. Wait a minute. Yeah. You know what I just realized? What? He also says that 
the ch- he has had the I think it's either in this conversation or maybe it's in um the conversation with Jessica but doesn't doesn't one of them say that they've had the kids since they were the kids were 8 or something like that <gasps> you're right which would I, mean that Dr. Yeah. Cullen would have been like 18 cuz that would be 10 most. years ago at most at most <laughs> i'm trying to find this quote that's so weird oh my god you're so right how did i never do the math on that ew like yeah, obviously they're like they're obviously lying like it's a cover story cuz obviously they were vampires Duh. they weren't 8 <laughs> years old but it's still, like, that just doesn't check out, like, in any way. Like, how can somebody look at him and be like, yeah, I think he's, like, 30. He adopted them when they were, like, 8. And then go, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> okay, Wait yes. a minute. Back in the conversation with Jessica at the lunch table, uh, Jessica says, Jasper and Rosalie are both 18, but they've been with Mrs. Cullen's since, Cullen since they were 8. Um... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how old Mrs. Cullen is, but, I like... I mean, presumably she's supposed to be this, around the same age as as Mr. Dr. Cullen, Daddy Cullen. Right. I'm gonna just go call him Daddy Cullen the rest of this thing. That's totally fine. That's so weird, though. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever thought to do the math on that. Like, I get that he's supposed to be, like, a young, hot doctor, and I get the fantasy of that, but, Steph, why didn't you just make him 40? Like, a 40-year-old can be hot. I know. I'm just thinking we can get a silver fox in here. It doesn't. He doesn't yeah. need to be literally twenty. He doesn't need to be something. my age. Yeah, <laughs> and be taking care of eighteen-year-olds, and then presumably have been taking care of eight-year-olds when he was like eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> so weird. I babysat like eight-year-olds when I was 18, and it was not a fun time. I was not responsible enough to raise those children. I just yeah. put on Shark Boy and Lava Girl and called it a day. <laughs> uh, so much Shark Boy and Lava Girl uh, content in this podcast. Honestly, it's really funny because I legitimately did have them watch that like five times in one summer. That's so fun. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Twilight. Yeah, so the next day right. he's still not at school. He's not there the whole week. The weekend passes, um, and then they have a pop quiz on Wuthering Heights, and then it starts snowing. Oh, yeah. I cannot believe her. I can't. I know. Look, I know people who have never seen snow in their life, and they're like, oh my god, like, I'm so excited to finally see snow, like, I'm gonna travel somewhere, like, during winter, because I so want to see snow, and she's like, I hate this disgusting stuff. It's wet mush. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I don't... Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it makes me so mad. It's like, ugh. You have other... You have better things to be upset about. Yeah, than I know. snow. Like the guy who's ignoring her. Yeah, or like, I don't know, systemic racism. <laughs> <laughs> you think this book addresses racism? Yeah, you got no, another thing coming to you. Oh, boy. Like, she literally talks about the... Indian reservation so yeah I don't know if you caught that but Charlie's talking about yeah Charlie when Charlie's talking about where he got her truck um he says oh remember like it's Billy from La Push and then you know as an aside she says oh La Push is where the Indian reservation is and I was like really gonna go with Indian reservation huh yoinks not not native indigenous okay 
Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> don't expect any much... <laughs> uh, racism topics in this book. It's just vampires and werewolves. Well, all right. I guess uh, that's as much as Steph can do. Well, mm. she's Mormon, so you know they've got other things to worry about. <laughs> she like, is. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, okay. So that'll give what? you some more context. The author is a Mormon. She's a Mormon and writing yeah. about horny vampires. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. As you'll read, is they're horny, but you know God is always watching. So how horny can they really be? Oh my God! <laughs> wow. And you know, you know what? You know what? If she's Mormon. Maybe she's very knowledgeable about sexual tension. Yeah, probably. And maybe that makes her a better uh, teen romance fantasy maybe novel writer. That's why it's so relatable as like a sixteen-year-old girl and going, <laughs> "Oh my god, me too! I want to fuck the vampire, but I can't." Yes, he's not real. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go to lunch on Monday, I think. Yep, it's the following Monday. And she gets in there and Oh my god. She realizes that he's back. And, <laughs> and she, she is feels so shook. sick to her stomach. She's she is so shocked that she is unable to eat food. Which is wild to me. Yeah, I can't relate. No, but like, yeah, he's I... there. And everyone's like, oh my god, are you okay? Like, whatever. And then she's like, oh, maybe I should have played it up more so I could escape to the nurse. I know. Oh my goodness. And then at, le- at least she's like, oh, that was a ridiculous comment. But really, really. Still. It still passed through her head. Oh, yeah, so we get so biology she- class again. Yes. And this, oh, this is where, <laughs> this is where he just totally reads her. Oh yeah! Instantly, it's so funny. Um, but so well, first they that's are doing the name a lab. Of the, that's the name of the chapter title. Open, open book. book. Yeah. So you see how it fits in. Yeah. So they're doing this lab, but clearly they've both already done it, and they're doing this weird, like, tense, competitive. Yeah. I know that this slide is this, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah type thing. Yep. Which is just classic. I, again, like, the lab partner trope. I know, yeah. It's the whole, like, mm, yeah, it's it's anaphase. And he's like, let me check. <laughs> I'm just gonna make sure. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I also, I hate science. And um, I, like, scraped my way through my high school science classes. So I'm just, like, I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> so I'm just reading it, like, I, I don't Meanwhile... Know. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here as the person who uh, works in science, has a degree in science, like, has been doing science for years, and I'm just like, why are you acting like this is so, like, such a, like, pretentious hard lab? Like, it's literally, like, a five-minute lesson. It's so easy. (laughs) Uh, I have, I took biology freshman year of high school and never again, so. I took it forever, baby. God, so glad that's not me. (laughs) Honestly, you do you. Live your best life. Not everyone has to be in biology. It's mm-hmm. fine. Preach. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like, then they finish and like, everyone's like, oh, like, don't let Edward do all the work. Oh, did Edward do all the work? <laughs> it's like, dude, like, why are you so like judgmental of her? Like, yeah, I don't know. Right? Girls can be I mean, smart too. 
clearly this teacher knows that Edward has already either already taken these classes or is like dumb smart for some reason so he just assumes that he does all the work because clearly this has happened before oh for sure like he definitely just knows the answers and he's obviously like not paying attention and not studying and not doing the work for it yeah um before that though she mentions that there's something different about his eyes Mm, because when the first time she saw him they were coal black and now they're um now they're like darker than butterscotch basically they're brown whatever <laughs> no no they're they're golden what Ugh. yeah oh, really oh yeah it's a thing oh oh no <laughs> they're not That's brown so stupid i'm sorry <laughs> i thought it was like the amber brown no they're really they're really like butterscotch gold colored that's so dumb okay do fine. you know why that is because he's a vampire I mean, that's, that's a, that's so, a real base level answer, but. Yeah, my guess is that with the eye color changing thing, my guess is that when he has the dark eyes, he hasn't had blood recently. <laughs> and then when he went away from school, he was off on like, I don't know, maybe he went camping and while he was camping, found some campers. And now he's back and he's, like, and he also says, like, the, the, uh, the circles under his eyes are a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming he got rejuvenated with some blood and now he has pretty golden it's eyes. That, I don't know. It's that nice, nice, good vampire lore. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but you're definitely right on the right track there. I mean, obviously it's a vampire book, so you're expecting, like, oh, it must have something to do with vampireness. so. <laughs> I also don't know that much vampire lore, to be fair. So I'm a bit, like, even more in the dark. <laughs> okay. I mean, the thing about these books, too, is, like, when I had started reading them, the vampire lore that I was familiar with is I had watched all of Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> multiple times. Um, so even this vampire lore is, like, it's trying to subvert the usual tropes. Uh, which you right. should know, obviously, because they sparkle. Like, first of all, no oh vampires anywhere sparkle except for these so ones. Funny. So, um, yeah. I do, yeah, I do know that, dude. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he try he really skirts that question. Um, and they get distracted by the teacher. This but... is when he, like... Spanish inquisitions her and just like <laughs> asking her every question under the sun. Uh, I know which it's like is clearly funny they ju- to me. It's so funny because they just met. Yeah, they only just introduced himself because I don't think he in- really introduced himself. That no, way. like he didn't say a word to her like at all. He smelled her and then <laughs> ripped the edge of the desk for the rest she of the was- hour. She was so stinky that he couldn't even introduce himself. <laughs> he could not speak from the stench. Yeah, but then he goes and totally analyzes her and, like, assumes things about her, but he, like, he clearly, he does a lot of things where he, it's as if he were asking a question about something, but he just makes an assumption and he states it as a fact. Yeah. So, for some reason, he knows way too much about her. Yeah, like, the, he he states it too, I think, uh, I should have the book in front of me, but I don't know where I put it. Um, He states, like you don't like the snow, you don't like the cold. And she's like, right. yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't like anything wet, really. And he's like, and then you, you came here. Why? 
Yeah, and then he says the line that is absolutely iconic, where he goes, you put on a good show, but I'd be willing to bet that you're suffering more than you let anyone else see. And he's just like, (laughs) right in there. He just like, stabbed the knife in and then twisted it. And then she grimaces at him and he goes, am I wrong? (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. I don't, it's like, it's just so, he's like, and, and I get that he's, it's interesting because he's, it's sort of like he's trying to be like, you're, it's deeper than that. You're deeper than yeah. that. But he's also being so smug and like, I know about it. So it's like, he's what like, are you trying to say? Are you just I don't proud know. of knowing that she's sad? What? <laughs> Yeah, I don't really get the purpose. I almost feel like it's supposed to make, like, us, the reader, go, like, oh, like, he gets her. Other people don't get her, but he does. Because the truth is, as we've all been reading inside her head, she has been suffering more than she's letting on. Right. So I feel like Um, it's just that sense of us being able, like, to be like, oh, my God, like, he gets her. He actually asks her why she's here. He cares (laughs) about her. But, like, it reads more as him just being a curious dickhead. (laughs) I know, and making all these weird assumptions. Yeah. But fun conversation, though. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> and then he's like uh, amused that he's annoying her, whatever. Yeah. Is, it's definitely very tense and sort of that. Well, I it like reads you, a I bit like, like an interrogation where she's just like, why is he talking to me? Why is he asking me these things? Uh, she's, and she's like, I can't escape from this. We're yeah. in class. Mm-hmm. It's fine, though. Everything's fine. No red flags. It's fine. Yeah, it's super, super chill. Um, So that's pretty much it. Like, just, she finishes her school day. Yeah, she notices that he's, like, staring at her in the parking lot, and she's like, this is annoying, leave me alone. Yeah. And then for some reason, he is, like, laughing at her as she's leaving, or she thinks he's laughing at her. And this is where I'm like... Can the vampires in this read minds? Well. And this this and the, the conversation before, I'm like, he knows way too much. He can't yeah. be perceptive. Like the um, first clue of, like, where she's like, wait, how do you know I like to be called Bella? Because, like, they've literally yes. never spoken before. Right. And she's like, she knows that he's looking at her, and then clearly she's angry, and she's, like, thinking about how angry she is, and then she sees him laughing, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> so you can definitely read minds. And you definitely think it's hilarious that she doesn't like you. which is kind of funny (laughs) oh yeah it's really funny actually Uh, but yeah so that's the end of that chapter it sure is thanks for listening to unbitten if you want to get in contact with us my twitter is at camperdy that's c-a-m-m-p-u-r-d-y and my twitter is at emily jardine That's E-M-I-L-Y-Y-J-A-R-D-I-N-E. And for now, the rest is still unbidden.